Joy McGowan. I'm Denisha Simpson. And And we are are Resilient Resilient Black Black Women. Black woman gave us life, a black woman taught us to stand When she sat down in the front, a black woman defied the man When a black man rose up, it was a black woman that held his hand And gave him strength beyond themselves, something they could never understand Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast. Happy New Year. We are so excited to be back in 2023. Um, Today, we are going to kind of talk through New Year's resolutions and how Denisha and I kind of view those things and whether or not we made New Year's resolutions this year. Uh, And then, as always, we kind of talk about this theme of self-compassion almost in every episode it comes comes up of like being gentle and kind to your body. And so we'll kind of end just a little bit talking about um, how do you just give yourself some grace for whatever goals or New Year's resolutions you may have came up with for yourself. But to get started, Let's check in with our bodies. How you doing, Denisha? I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling really kind of calm and relaxed and also just excited to be back in the studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been it a while. Feel good. It mm-hmm. has been a long time because <laughs> we didn't record in the studio in December. So it feels like a long time that we've been out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like my body, I feel like I have a lot of energy. We had lots of birthday parties today. Mm. And then after this, we have another birthday party. So I just feel like, okay, we're going to get this and I'm going to do that. So I just feel like I have a lot of energy today. Birthday parties are always fun. Yeah. Kids, when you, kids want to invite all your kids to all the things, you're like, okay, yes. Okay, yes. So (laughs) it is good. Um, And I'm really excited about this topic about New Year's resolutions. Um, what do you what do you think about New Year's resolutions? Did you make any resolutions? How, how do you normally view that? Like, hate it, love it? I'm kind of in between. It depends mm-hmm. on the year and where I feel like <laughs> I'm at, if I'm being honest. Yes. <laughs> um, so, and I have changed the word from, from myself personally, from just like desires or wants or goals, rather than resolutions, because that for me, resolutions just land so like, if you don't get this done, then that means you failed. Yeah. Versus something that I'm just working on, mm-hmm. um, then that means like it gives me a little bit of grace. Mm-hmm. And for me, I always need grace when it comes to something as far as goals that I've set. <laughs> <laughs> I I like, uh, I think you're right. Resolutions, the word feels really final. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, so heavy and like you said like if I don't get it done then I'm a failure <laughs> and that just feels like that's a lot of commitment yes. uh, to bring on January 1st um, I, I think I watched a, a I don't have TikTok but I watched a reel <laughs> on Instagram and it was this uh, black man and he was like why do we make New Year's resolutions in January in the middle of winter he's like everything else is resting the Creole, all of creation is at rest and you are making New Year's resolutions. And he just was like, he was using a lot of like cosmetic, like I like the cosmos. Like a lot of people mm. are into like, just like what's your zodiac sign and like if you're a fire sign and all, the, all these things, what that means. And, but I really appreciated this, his bigger point of like, look to nature mm. for when mm-hmm. you think about when you should be putting lots of energy behind things. Mm. And he's like, nature is at rest. And I was like, I kind of like this. <laughs> I kind of like this idea of 
um, everything else is hibernating. Um, and here we are thinking, like, I need to do, 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 and get, 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 and I don't know, focus on, like you said, like all these goals and things like that. And so, mm. I don't know. So, nonetheless, did you make some, though? Did you make a goal, resolution? <laughs> or do you have a word? Some people like words or phrases. Do you have a word? Keep swimming. Yes. <laughs> Tell me what it means. Like, just to keep going. Like, these years since... COVID, COVID happened. I mean, they've been rough. I think everybody feels like they just need to keep swimming. Mm-hmm. And so I could not necessarily focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have ideas, right, of what, where I need to put more energy and prioritizing certain mm-hmm. things. But overall, it's just to keep swimming, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. No. Yeah, like, so for you, it's like, just don't give up. Like, you already have a handful of things that you are putting your energy toward. Mm-hmm. And for you, you're like, I just want to maintain this energy from now until June, then yes. from June until December. Yes. That kind of thing. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Gotta keep going. Yeah. But I do like what you were saying about that idea of like resting. And mm-hmm. list, what, when you said that about like looking at nature, mm-hmm. Um, and letting that be kind of your guide. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, because I'm wondering in the winter months when people are so like geared up. Let me, people that have never been in the gym, mm-hmm. January 1st, then they want to go and get a gym membership and then they burn out by the time it's spring, right? Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they're working against their bodies. Like if we're looking at nature and it's colder outside and you do want to be snuggled up and by a fire, but yet you're pushing yourself, you know, like are they working against their body? And if, what would it look like if they wait till spring? Yeah. That was just a thought that came to me. Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, I feel like I even have had clients who talked about how for them, they, the new year starts for them in the middle of the old year. Mm. <laughs> um, that it doesn't start January 1st. So, like, whatever decisions that they've made, they probably have already made them and finished them by November. And so after Thanksgiving, that is their new year. <laughs> I'm like, right. I'm ready now. Yeah. And so, like, they, they're using December to kind of prep for whatever they want the next year to kind of look like. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that, I kind of like that, too. I, like, I like I like that idea of, like, I'm not making major changes and decisions after mm-hmm. December. Like, I everything that I've done mm-hmm. has happened, and I'm good, and I am slowly flowing into something new. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. I think, too, I also find myself basing my goals, desires, things I want to achieve around, like, school semesters. And so, like, January doesn't really mean anything to me. The next semester, right? But then, like, summer, and then there's another shift in August. And so I think for me, it's – I think maybe this might be common for a lot of parents that um, you find yourself – basing it off of those school seasons Mm -hmm. those quarters Mm -hmm. or things like that yeah yeah Yeah. I think the thing that I love about the guy um, that I saw on Instagram it just made reminded me of like we all have our own rhythms yes and if some of us are looking to nature and to the stars for that rhythm like I hope we all find our rhythm Mm -hmm. this year and the word rhythm to me I, I like that word because it naturally invites an opportunity for rest. Because, mm. like, I, I think about, like, rhythm and blues where I think about music. And when I think about 
the best part of music is usually at the bridge. Because mm. usually when the when the music settles for just a little bit and then it comes back in really big and we're like, oh, this is the best part of the song. And and so I don't know. I hope that as our listeners start this year, that they look look to whatever you need to look to, but find your rhythm mm-hmm. so that you can find opportunities for rest. Yes. Because um, I do think that rest is what helps us to be more productive. Like I've been, um, I have, so obviously I just had a baby and I've been like more conscious of like, okay, how am I taking care of my body? And so, uh, yes, in a way of like, I want to lose weight, but more so in a way that I want to feel healthy in my body and I Mm -hmm. want to be able to like walk and not feel like my legs are on fire. Mm -hmm. That type of thing, (laughs) like just like basic human things. I think we should just be able to walk and not have lots of pain in my legs. Um, And so anyways, I've been trying to think through like, how do I get there? What, how do I find those, those, those rhythms from caring for my body? And all the things that I've been reading about that have been like, you need to be getting good sleep. You need to be getting good sleep. And I'm like, dang like so even if I am like working out like all these things like if my rest Mm -hmm. is not doing well then whatever I do in the gym may not even matter (laughs) because my Mm -hmm. body is still working too hard Mm -hmm. um, when when she should be at rest and so I don't know I yeah I, I think um if I had to say anything about the resolutions or the words um I really hope that people give themselves permission and freedom to find their own way of reaching their goals for this year. Uh, What about RPW? What would you say, like, if we, you you know, so the next thing that lots of people are doing now are, like, vision boards. What do you think or feel about a vision board? And what would be on RPW's vision board for you? I like the concept of vision boards. Um, I, th- I think especially for visual people that need that daily reminder, mm-hmm. they could be really effective. Um, it's also like a good just um, bonding, I think, activity that if you and your friends or family members or whoever, significant other, get together and do something like that, I think it's, it's bonding time, some good bonding times. So I'm a fan of vision boards if that's what works for you. Um, I think if we had to create one for RBW, I think um, our scholarship program would definitely be on there. Yeah. It'd probably be like right there in the middle. In the middle. (laughs) Um, I'm just dancing while she's saying that. (laughs) (laughs) She really is, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, that is a big, that feels like the central thing for us this year Mm -hmm. is to launch the scholarship vouchers so that women can have access to mental health. Okay, so Denisha, talk about that a little bit more. Talk about what is our vision for the vouchers for counseling? Who are they for? Who could apply? Tell us more. So at the forefront, um, well, let me back up. We want to be able to offer free therapy sessions, six to eight um, therapy sessions with a therapist that we have created a list of ones that we try to have some background knowledge of or even know personally. Mm -hmm. So therapists that we trust, ultimately, Mm -hmm. um, for minority women. Yeah, I think the idea is that black women and women of color 
will be priority. Yes, yes. Based on what we've seen in the research. So what yes. we've seen in the research about mental health is that um, black women and women of color suffer longer with diagnoses of depression or anxiety, and they do not seek help. Right. And from the research, what we know is that part of the reasons why black women and women of color don't seek help is because, one, there are financial barriers. Mm -hmm. And then, two, oftentimes there is there is um, a stigma, a cultural stigma about mental health, which Denise and I have talked about on the podcast before of how oftentimes uh, m cultures outside of um, this Western majority white culture may not feel like therapy is for them. Um, I feel like I've had more times than not black clients say, I thought this was for white people. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you're here. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that we did this. Yes. I'm like, yes, we do this. I do this. Mm -hmm. I have a therapist too. You, and she's black, you know? And mm -hmm. so, um, so I, I feel like what you and I have noticed, just based on the research that we've done about black women and women of color trying to find help in the mental health field, was that there is a, a misconception about who is therapy for. And then on top of that, there is a lack of access mm -hmm. um, due to financial barriers. And then on top of that, there is a lack of um, professionals who mm -hmm. look like us, right. who are in this field. And so for us, like for our nonprofit organization, Resilient Black Women, we are trying to address all three of those issues by, one, having the podcast and having community engagement, um, by having our live events, and then two, by the counseling vouchers for our scholarship program, and then three, by being able to offer training for professionals. Um, last year, I got to do a lot of speaking engagements um, in the community for different organizations, uh, just talking about mental health. Um, and so, and talking about mental health and culture, because oftentimes what you and I have talked about was that we felt like culture is typically left out of the conversation of mental health. Mm -hmm. um, that people will talk about uh, depression or anxiety, but may not always bring up the disparities mm -hmm. of how that plays out culturally for different groups of people right and so that's what we try to do differently with rbw is like how do we provide education that can help demystify what it is and what it ain't mm -hmm. um and then also we want to give tangible uh, opportunities for people to get involved right. what would you add to that um that black and brown women all women all people but because there is there are those disparities. Yeah. I'm going to speak, I want to say this, is that yeah. black and brown women deserve to live their best life. And if their best life, part of getting there means going to therapy, Come we on. want to make that more accessible. Period. And I think when we looked at all the other organizations that offered some type of like counseling scholarship, yes. they don't have what we have mm -hmm. is that part of like that educational piece. Right. Um, like a like uh, like a podcast mm -hmm. or the educational piece of like community engagement, right? And so that's what just makes us a little bit different, right? So because we had we'd have been looking at other there there are at least three other organizations that offer a counseling voucher mm -hmm. that is um, for primarily for Black women and women of color right. seeking support, um, 
but they don't they, that's all they do right which which i feel like when we did the research we were like yeah because it is more than enough work to oh, just like absolutely. fundraise yes <laughs> for money for counseling yes. scholarships like right. that's more than enough and so yeah like we are taking on a little bit mm-hmm. more by saying let's run a podcast let's have right. live events let's continue this conversation oh and let's also say that we'll do trainings for people's organizations right <laughs> yes so we're educating the community we're educating the community at every yes every step and also hopefully educating the people who we are doing this for so they yeah. also understand the importance of therapy and how they can seek treatment and it's okay okay. without that stigma without the stigma I think because Mm -hmm. what what you're saying is without that education that stigma still exists exactly and I I think that's the thing that even even like as often as we've seen it in the um like in the news and there are a lot of famous black actors and actresses and musicians who are talking about mental health and, mm-hmm. and especially in music people in music who have talked about mental health right um and then yet yeah, we still get people who come to our office and they're like i don't know if right. i'm supposed to be here mm-hmm. and i think that's the reminder for me that tells me like we still have to keep doing it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, like you said, yeah. keep swimming. Right, <laughs> we just yes. have to keep swimming mm-hmm. and telling the story because we don't know which story will um, encourage or uplift. Right. Or just challenge somebody's right. like old way of thinking. I think culture, like black culture, I, we, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. How I think black culture kind of like reverberates around the world and everybody is in love with what it Mm -hmm. what it looks like to be black um, in some ways um but also I think what I've seen is like black people men and women we are struggling right um besides just like being tired of like the racial talk (laughs) um I think also we 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 are tired emotionally Mm -hmm. and we may not always feel like we have permission to those emotions right um so yeah so i think it matters a a great deal (laughs) that Mm -hmm. you and i are black women licensed educated uh to to have conversations like this um and then we want to provide want to provide that support for people Mm -hmm. want to be able to give people tangible ways to support um to support us to support other black women um and so yeah so yeah so so I think yes we got on a tangent because we were so excited (laughs) about talking about mental health and and culture with black women um our vision board (laughs) (laughs) at the center would be being able to offer these uh mental health uh counseling scholarships um and so Right now, we do have funding thanks to the Witness Foundation. Mm-hmm. We have funding to offer, I think it is like 20 women seeking services to give them four sessions each for counseling. Um, and so anybody can apply. It doesn't matter um, what your income is. Mm-hmm. Like There will be questions about income and what you've been struggling with. Um, whether or not you've been in therapy before, but all of the questions on the application will be um, ordered in a way that helps us to continue our funding. So Mm -hmm. one of the things that we're working on as an organization is trying to find more funding and trying to find 
um, people who will say like, hey, we believe in this too. Um, but oftentimes, like you have to be able to prove your concept. Right. So this year kind of feels like this is the proof of concept year of mm-hmm. like, one, is there actually a need? Are there black women and women of color who need financial access to mental health? Mm-hmm. We would say yes, but we're also working on a survey so that you can help us say yes, right. that that's true. Right. <laughs> so uh, when we get our survey out, we would love for anyone who listens to this podcast, if you are a black woman or a woman of color, to take our survey, um, which will help give us more data uh, to prove our proof of concept. Uh, Secondly, we'll have the actual application that will be open by the end of this month for um, any black woman or woman of color who is seeking services. You don't have to have be like a low income person um, or household in order to receive the scholarship. Um, uh, You just need to be a black woman seeking services. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we will essentially become the payee for your counseling services. So you'll sign a release of information. Uh, that gives us permission to talk to the therapist that you'll work with. We will provide um, a list of therapists that we work with um, who take our voucher. Um, But then if you already have a therapist, you can also just tell your therapist about our voucher and we'll confirm that they will know how we will pay that invoice. So then RPW ends up paying the invoice for people who are seeking those counseling services. Um, and then what you will hear differently on the on the uh, podcast this year will be more more ask. <laughs> like we'll be asking our mm-hmm. listeners to like partner with us. If you believe in our mission, um, then we want you to partner with us in a in a financial way, mm-hmm. uh, so that we can continue making a difference in the Black community, um, in the world. Really, I mean. Yeah. Um, if y'all follow us on Instagram, the podcast was heard in five countries and the top three were the U.S., Canada and South Africa. So shout out to South Africa, right. whoever is listening to us. <laughs> we already love you and we would love to come visit y'all. <laughs> Our producer, Lee, we would all love to be on a plane yes. and go to <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> so y'all email us. Brazilian right. black women. <laughs> we- we want to be there too, y'all. <laughs> okay, so that was I, so I told Denisha that's that's my vision goal is we're going to South Africa in the next three years. I don't know how y'all, but we're gonna get there. Um, so yeah, so you will hear more of those kind of bids. Like we will be making more bids for just financial support because we believe that we have a good a good mission, mm-hmm. um, and we are doing the work locally, and we want to be able to reach people nationally. Okay, y'all. So. Accountability, y'all can hold us accountable to our vision mm-hmm. <laughs> of getting these our our counseling vouchers up and going and our survey. But yeah, I think my goal for the survey is that we can have over five hundred women, mm-hmm. um, women of color, fill out our survey this year from now until June, so that we can get mm-hmm. some good data to just prove that like, hey, there is a huge need for this. Yes. Um, so yeah, we are super excited. I think as we get ready to close, the thing that I want. That I hope that people remember is something that Denisha said earlier. It's like, just be really gracious to yourself. New Year's resolutions, goals, vision boards are all cute and dandy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are a person uh, in a not so nice world. Mm-hmm. Um, that are lots of things outside of your control. Um, and so I hope that when confronted with just like adversity that you would give your body grace and you will do the best that you can with what you've got 
the um, most important thing is to rest and to show up for yourself. Um, and what needs to get done will get done. So I don't know. I hope that we all just take care of ourselves uh, the best way that we know how. And then lean into your people. If you have a tribe, if you have community, if you have support, lean into your people and listen to our podcast. <laughs> and hopefully we get these support to you too. Um, what are you grateful for, Denisha, as we close out this episode? Being back in the studio, being here, being yeah. able to talk to our listeners. Yeah. Um, it's exciting because I do feel like our podcast is making a difference based on the feedback we're getting. Yes. Um, so it's exciting to be back and getting back to work. Yeah. Yeah. I also, we love hearing from the listeners. So a few of you have been emailing us recently from the website and somebody asked, like, how do you leave a comment on the episodes i i don't know if you can do that from the kuaf npr site but if you listen to us on on apple tunes you can rate and leave a comment from apple tunes and then if you um do want to tell us like how the the podcast is impacting you we would literally love to hear that because y'all the more that we start fundraising that's what donors want to hear from us what is the impact that our organization is having Mm -hmm. at a local and even a national level Mm -hmm. um and even an international level if anybody is in south africa and wants to tell us (laughs) how this is impacting you um so you can definitely do that though on the app through even through spotify and you can do it through um through the Apple app. So you could just go to see all episodes and then at the bottom you can hit rate the the episodes, ratings and reviews. We have someone from, um, it's a New York City social worker who said, Joy and Denisha do an excellent job of exploring many different topics and validating emotions. Yes, like mm. that is what we want to be doing. Um, so if you have a review, please, please, please review us on um, Apple iTunes or on Spotify. You can review us on there. You may not be able to review us on the KUIF NPR radio uh website and that's okay but you can email us a lot of people just go to our website at resilientblackwomen.org and people just email us from there um and they send us their just their thoughts and feelings Mm -hmm. about the podcast so we read those emails Denisha and I read those Mm -hmm. emails we send them over to our producer Lee and we all just like oh yay (laughs) so please know we we are reading your emails and if you have suggestions for um podcast episodes you can email them to us as well and Mm -hmm. we will definitely take those into consideration and do an episode um and as we close i will just say that i am just i'm really grateful for the new year mercy is eight months Mm -hmm. and y'all she is trying to stand and she's trying to walk and so i feel a lot of energy around watching another baby get bigger Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. do all the first things uh eat the first foods yeah she's really cool Mm -hmm. so i don't know i just full energy in my body this year around that and I want to uh, just be really present for those things so y'all thanks so much for listening I'm Joy McGowan I'm Denisha Simpson and we are Resilient Black Women